Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge Podcast. This is a Game Week 10 preview and today we're going to be reviewing Game Week 9, going through some player and team stats before predicting our thoughts for Game Week 10 and our transfers and captaincy. Today I'm joined here with my usual co-host Alex. How are you? Hi Talon. It was a great Game Week from the Manchester Derby, I suppose. It was. Looking forward to post Derby era, I think, going forward for United's sake. For, yeah, from a team perspective, I can agree with you there. Although it was quite enjoyable to watch from a neutral perspective. I mean, it really was, considering I'm a big United fan and going into halftime at 4 0 down <laughs> with braces for Haaland and Foden, I was hoping for a double hat trick, which I eventually got. So I'm pretty proud. You did, and I'm sure yeah. Foden and Haaland after the game were saying exactly these words. Look at yeah. us. Who would have thought? But similarly, look at us. Look at our ranks. Yeah. Every time we do, every time we get green arrows, I'm going to keep doing this. This is a podcast tradition, I think. Paul wrote this. Give us the confidence. He does, yeah. Uh, you went up in rank slightly, but a good week nonetheless, I guess. And me... Yeah, hovering around that mark for quite a few weeks I think you're not getting worse which is the main thing yeah and I'm doing better after the wild card which I'm very happy with yeah. thankfully alright so tell us about your game week you made two transfers what did you do yes so coming into this game week I was worried about that game week 12 with all the assets that I need to get rid of so I just decided to get rid of Jesus and Martinelli based on fixtures going forward, which is not a bad premise, but look at their returns. Anyway, my team rundown, Sanchez and goals, Cancelo, Trippier, and that red one, Trent, Madison, De Bruyne, Gordon, Rashford, Tony, Holland, Captain, and Mitrovic. So, not bad, Result, considering what I did, bringing Madison and Metro. I mean, ideally, I could have just taken out Trent and put in another defender. But anyway, I'm happy with the return. I think overall, you if you if you do the maths, I think you still came out positive in the end on the moves. Yeah, exactly. Jesus got eight, Martinelli got five, so that's thirteen. And then 18 from Madison by himself, minus the four. Yeah. So okay, you get a positive of one, I guess. <laughs> um, overall, I don't think you can be too unhappy. Eh. No, not at all. I mean, I was just worried about Ward. I thought maybe they would concede against Forrest, but eight points. So that's fine. I might be considering more Leicester assets going forward big shocker there yeah we'll get into that um do you how do you feel having seen arsenal play this weekend against spurs do you feel a bit bad selling them before they play liverpool i am absolutely livid that i've sold them pre-liverpool top of the log consistent every week scoring goals or at least if i hold them yeah or at least maybe sell one and then keep one 
for next week kind of thing. Yeah. My thinking was going into this game week with two free transfers. And then I would sell Trent and either one of Jesus or Martinelli. Or even Gordon. Keep the Arsenal assets and then sell them game week 12. But anyway, what's done is done and move forward, I uh, suppose. I don't think it's a bad result overall. No. Could be worse. Anyway, yes. looking at my team, I had a pretty good week. Pretty boring transfers. I had nothing really to fix except for Isaac. So I did Isaac to Tony, which is, again, a common move. And I knew he was going to get me like one point because that's what Tony does for me. <laughs> Tony the troll in my team. Yeah. But yeah, running down my team, uh, Pope, two points. Cancelo, Trippier got me seven. James, KDB, Martinelli got me the assist. Andreas, Madison, Tony, Mitrovic got zero in 30 minutes. And Haaland, the undisputed captain. What a man. Yeah, he's just breaking records. Yeah, can't be unhappy. My bench did not do that well. And going forward, um, I do have four who don't play in game week 12. So I need to consider that this week. Much like you, uh, this week I'm not entirely sure. I was initially going to sell Martinelli to Zaha this week. Yeah. But... Looking at the Liverpool defence, I'm thinking it might be a good idea just to hold on to Martinelli just in case. Indeed so, yeah. I mean, Liverpool look like a shambles. They and do. looking at Trent, he was you know, horrendous. His defending was all over the place. Couldn't clear the ball. And, yeah. It's insane. We may as well just keep talking about it. Uh, Liverpool drawing to start with them. Uh, they drew 3 all to Brighton. And what, they were like 2-0 down in the first 15 minutes or something? Yeah. Could have been more as well. Could have, yeah. I mean, it was a nice game to watch. It definitely was. And, of course, Firmino scoring again. <laughs> Good for him. I mean, Salah got an assist. We didn't even mention him. Uh, how much do you attribute Liverpool's, uh, not downfall, but their bad start to the season? Do you attribute it more to their... Uh, lackadaisical defence in Trent and Virgil especially or do you attribute it more to Salah not clicking yet um, I'm gonna attribute it towards Klopp remember in his final season at Dortmund he did the same thing he struggled and they finished like, just managed top 10 finish mm-hmm. so I think that's typical Klopp going forward and also yeah the players are not performing as expected from them. I think that could be the case. I think it's a weird one because I'm pretty sure the players are, they know that this is going to be a weird season with the World Cup just randomly in December or November. Uh, yeah. So a lot of them are obviously playing to try and get into that, but some are clearly, I don't know, it's weird. It's hard to predict with those players. <laughs> Hopefully they turn around. Well, yeah, if you want to have Arsenal, Liverpool assets, then yeah, for sure. But at the moment, no thanks. I don't feel bad not owning them, and at this rate, I might not even buy Salah in game week 12. We'll have to see. It's a bit early to choose. Yeah, I'm also not considering that, because I think I've got enough bench power for the City, for the City 3 to cover with Nico, Pereira, and Feltman. Mm. So, I'm happy. 
agree. Anyway, looking at the other fixtures that just stand out to us, I'm not going to go through them all. Uh, North London Derby, as we spoke about briefly, Arsenal doing very well again. Spurs, I guess, doing Spurs. They're not, they haven't been consistent. Not at all, no. They had that very good game with Son in the last game, but besides that, it really hasn't been that great either. Defensively, they haven't been too bad, I guess. Well, no, but... Except three against I mean, yeah, I mean, before that, <laughs> remember all the stats were showing that they weren't conceding many chances per game, but yeah, they weren't getting the desired attacking results either. Well, I guess they got the deserved wake-up call. And hopefully they can turn it around next week against our beloved Brighton. Should be interesting. Definitely. Uh, speaking of Brighton, we didn't mention the opposition side. So yeah, Brighton, new manager... As we mentioned last week, their new manager is known for his attacking style at his previous teams, and he did exactly yeah. that. Trossard getting a hat-trick. What a man. Yeah, I think similar to Potter's style as well, which is why you see the result. Agreed. He's, I think he's similar in a sense, but he definitely has... He is more attacking than Potter is. Yeah. Which could bode well for them. And maybe even... Okay, we're looking at Mitrovic now, and our teams are yellow-flagged. I think it's worth considering someone like Welbeck. He's Interesting. Playing yeah. up front, getting assists. He's cheap as hell, so it's definitely worth considering at least if you need to have a player in game week 12, for example. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Because Trossard yeah. isn't a striker, so. No, unfortunately not. Worth looking at. Anyway, uh, Brentford, Bournemouth, I'm not going to talk about Tony. I mentioned yeah. that already. Chelsea. We can talk about Gallagher's impressive winner. That was a very good goal. I'm very happy we got the winner. And Aubameyang getting his first goal for us in the league too. Good finish. Um, arguably, Thiago Silva shouldn't have been on the field to assist him, but <laughs> that's not his decision. It's the refs and yeah, yeah, whatever. Palace going forward, I think, again, they might warrant investment. They're a decent-looking team. Yeah, and based on the next 10 fixtures, definitely warranted for... The Willies, the heart. I think effect. so too. Yeah. Uh, Fulham, it's a bit of a weird one because going into this game, they weren't doing too well and Polina, I think, was out. Yeah. And Mitrovic was, he had a bit of a knock going into the game and then he didn't play half the game, basically. So, right. Newcastle doing well though, but yeah, again, conceding. Not, yeah. Obviously, that red card did affect Fulham from the start. Yes, it did. Yeah. And it was unnecessary for Fulham to, to score at the end, yes. It, it, it was. A double, that, yeah. double defense is not my friend this season. It's yeah. frustrating. But I think going forward, Fulham, not, not, what's the word? I'm not entirely confident that they're as good without, obviously, Mitrovic and the Polinias. So if Mitrovic is going to be out for a while, I will consider targeting teams playing them. Right. I mean, yeah. You could be a worthy replacement. Solanke, Welbeck. Probably, probably Welbeck. Considering we've got Tony, yeah. And, mm. I mean, if I can hold out for a week or two, maybe I will just switch back to Jesus if I can. Yeah. What about Bamford, if he's back? I don't know. I mean, look, okay, if we can go through the other fixtures, there's... Everton beat Southampton. Not much happened there. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't watch the game. Did you? Yeah, not really. 
But I think Everton are now unbeaten in four games or something like that. Four. Yeah, they're doing really well. And West Ham beating Wolves. Yeah. Essentially sacking Bruno Large at Wolves. Yeah. And West Ham's uh, first win. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> yes. And Bowen scoring for West Ham as well. And getting an assist. So all those who bought him on the wild card did doing very well. Yeah. I was nervous about that with Madison in my team because I went Madison over Bowen. Yeah. So very uh, relieved in the end for Monday's right. performance. I mean, if you look at the fixtures, I don't think West Ham have that bad of fixtures. They're pretty good. Forward, so. Yeah. But they haven't had the best form. But I think it's a good team to jump onto. Like someone like me who has... Like I have Dyer in my team who's hmm. only got for that like one week basically and I don't want to waste the money so I can easily switch over to a West Ham defender and save that extra 0.5 if need be if I'm, especially if I'm not going to buy Trent back for the time being yeah which would you instead of Cresswell I would probably go z either Zuma or Zuma yeah not Sofal I think Zuma Sofal oh or it was going to be a Leicester defender Just, James Justin who's 4.3 yeah so, uh, the other fixtures, okay, we, we spoke about the City derby, or the Manchester derby, I should say, sorry. And, <laughs> but it should be called that now, right? Basically. I think so, for the past few years, it should be called Any City derby. thoughts on United assets? You own Rashford? I own Rashford. I mean, Anthony again, scoring, superb goal. Uh, he wasn't good, though. Like, he had a pretty he bad game on the wings. Yeah. Yeah, they marked him pretty well, City. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would consider any United besides Rash. Maybe Dallow in defence. Mm. I think I looked at him too, and it, I would want to defend in game week 12 was a good game, and I think United have a tough-ish game in game week 12. We'll have a look at it just now. Yeah. But other than that, we did show some fight, at least in the second half, after Martial got introduced. Scoring quick brace. Do you think Marshall starts now? Over this week at least, I don't know who did he come over on. But disapproving Ronaldo, shame that man. He shouldn't have Is come it? on either, to be honest. You just dropped off for some reason. Okay, anyway, I can yeah, see I'm you back again. Here. Uh, are you still there? Yeah, okay. I think he does warrant a start for next week. Mm -hmm. Maybe other Sancho, because Sancho was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Would you put Rashford on the left and then Marshall up front, or vice versa? Yeah, I think Marshall up front. Then Rashford, Anthony on the wings, Bruno just behind. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. And then the other game worth mentioning, I guess, is we have to mention Madison. Doing Madison, yeah. very well, doing bits for them. Yeah, he gave me some... Clear vindication for putting him in. He yeah. he saved your transfers basically because you are yeah. a massive negative until <laughs> last night. Um, all right, having a look at the fixtures: game week ten until game week sixteen, the World Cup. These are ranked in terms of difficulty, and it's from the Fantasy Football Scout website. You can find it in their members area. Um, top of the league, top of the league. <laughs> almost said top of the pops and then I changed it again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, top for the next six game weeks on the ticker 
Crystal Palace, and this is exactly why we're targeting the likes of Zaha. So, yeah. Bournemouth, eh. Everton, in good form, but they're playing United and Tottenham next. And Newcastle. And Newcastle, so I don't mm. really agree with that rating. United, okay for the next two, maybe, depending on how you view Everton and Newcastle. I don't view Everton, but after that, yes. I mean, okay, let's give Everton some props here. Remember, they are four unbeaten, and they're playing. They're going to be playing you guys at home. At home, yeah. So it could be a banana skin, maybe. We'll see, yeah. Maybe not, though. Aston Villa, I don't... They're just there for me this season. They're not doing anything. I'm not that impressed, but they're not terrible. What do you think? Yeah, sorry, it was just someone making noise on my roof. Getting quite scared. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aston Villa. Yeah, other than Bailey, can't think of anyone else from Villa. And then Leicester, of course. Leicester play Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, Leeds, and Wolves. So Madison, you have to keep him. There's no chance you're selling him. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And at the bottom we have Arsenal, which I'm assuming is because of the blank. So blank, they play yeah. Liverpool, Leeds, blank, Southampton, Forest. But I would definitely consider getting back on them in game week 13 for sure yeah my thinking was getting rid of them after the Liverpool game or not even like after Leeds and then during the blank sell them and then bring them back maybe for Forest and Chelsea I agree with you there and people who are selling there are people who are trying to plan ahead for this game week 12 blank people selling their city as some city assets yeah, I would hold on for as long as possible with the City assets. Especially because they're playing Southampton at home. Yeah. And Southampton at all times have a 9-0 in them. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> it's like once a season is going to happen. So, yeah, I'm a bit scared for them this week. Yeah. Even Liverpool. Like, I think City will crush them. I think at this rate they might. It's... What are you looking at? What's <laughs> Do you hear did you hear that? I did, yes. Was it a dog? I don't know, unless there's workers on the roof. Maybe I should check it out. Do you want to? No, let's just carry on. Okay, fine, we'll carry on. <laughs> if anything happens, just keep recording. <laughs> yes. Tell them to wait. Yeah. Okay. Um having a look at City. Yeah, I definitely so captaincy wise. You're, there's no second thought yet. We're captaining Haaland this week, right? Correct. And possibly for the next week as well. Okay, fair. Um, for people who are looking to jump on to... If you're selling Martinelli this week, let's assume that you just think that they won't score against Liverpool. Yeah. And you're not going to buy Zaha or Madison. Because those are the obvious ones. Yeah. What... Next option. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, Brighton, Brighton and Leeds, maybe consider Rodrigo since he's back. I was tempted by Sinistera, but with the red card, that derailed that. Silver linings in the end. Yeah. Um, Chelsea midfield, no. Maybe Bowen, mm. if you can afford him. That's the thing, yeah. Like, can you? 
get that extra. I think he's eight point eight point two, maybe at the moment. Yeah. It's a little bit too much for me budget wise. I think I can go. If I get a four point five defend for Dyer, then I can get up to I think about seven point five in midfield. So that basically because I don't have Zaha, that means yeah. I have to go Zaha. Zaha, yeah. But I think someone like you've, we've mentioned Brighton. Um, is a Trossard a, an okay pick? I guess just to like a set and forget kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if people are just gonna jump on him, especially considering he got a hat trick. I mean, you got twelve in the game before as well. Yeah, I know it's a tough one because they've got McAllister, Trossard, and Gross, who are both doing consistently well. Mm. I think the only the negative there is that they play Spurs this week yeah if they had a better an easier game I guess then it would be easier to jump onto them yeah but I think besides that options are pretty bare if you oh something that we should mention is something that I'm considering too heading into game week 12 and beyond is moving Cancelo out of defence and getting a second City midfielder Foden basically interesting yeah Yeah, I think Foden would be the only wise option because then I'd have De Bruyne and Foden, Foden and then you've got you can get anyone in defence basically which is sure. worth considering oof I mean at the moment it's hard to get rid of Cancelo is it though? they still concede <laughs> I mean Trent if you still have Trent and Cancelo definitely Trent over Cancelo at the moment what sell Trent Sell Trent, yes. yes. Okay, so you meant like you'd rather have Trent over Gonzalez? No, you won't. No, no, you're no, lying. No. <laughs> uh, other than that, we we haven't spoken about Newcastle, but Trippier is he keeps getting he's, points. Yeah, he's pretty much set in my team. Yeah, until the World Cup, I think. Nothing's changing there. And no. other than that, teams that I'm going to be targeting definitely targeting the likes of Wolves at the moment. I've mentioned Fulham earlier. Fulham play Bournemouth and West Ham next. Yeah. Not great. And of course, Nottingham Forest who <laughs> play Villa, Wolves and Brighton. Is would it... you consider any Forest players? No. No. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, I can't even say anything good about them. I'm... I think they're, they're, okay, I made a mistake last week. I should, let me correct myself. I don't know where I read it during the international break that Cooper was sacked by Forrest, but clearly he wasn't. Yeah, when you showed me that <laughs> reading, I was like, yeah, there's no way. Clearly, do that? clearly he's still in his job. Um, yeah. But there are links that he might get the sack soon. And there are potential links of someone like Rafa Benitez coming in. Interesting. Which, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it suits the style and the players <laughs> they bought. So. Not at all. I've gone for a Chris Hutton or Alan Pods. Just Martin O'Neill. Leave Cooper yeah. there. Let him do, exactly. He bought these players. Let him just yeah. work through them. Anyway, let's have a look at some specific stats. Teams to target, teams not to target. These are over the last four game weeks. Um, and you can see big chances attacking. Obviously, the, the less minutes, the better. So, the last four game weeks, Brighton... Brighton are top four minutes per big chance 
which is surprising, but they're doing very well, clearly. Yeah. And Liverpool, okay, Liverpool, that's the style that they play. Expected for them to be creating chances, but they're just not scoring at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Other standouts? City. Yeah. City. It's a bit of a surprising one, but I think, okay, we must mention, and I only realized after I created the graphics, etc., but this includes one of the game weeks where there just wasn't a game week, remember? Was it game week? Right. Game week seven or eight. Yeah. And then also Brighton, Chelsea got postponed in one of the game weeks. I think game week eight specifically. So the stats are a bit skewed. So keep that in mind when you look at them. But either way, looking at City there, it's a bit surprising to an extent. I mean, considering the goal attempts and the minutes per... Yeah. Yeah, goal attempts, they've... Clearly, they're smashing it. But yeah. Newcastle as well. They're creating a lot of chances. And Villa as well. Wow. Yeah, they're trying. They're shooting yeah. speculatively, but they're not <laughs> finishing as many. Yeah. Um, at the opposite end of the scale, though. Look at your beloved Chelsea. How do you feel about that? Uh-huh. I think, well, that's right before Tuchel got the sack. Push. And yeah. then we got yeah, the postponement. And it's not great. But this is how our season's been at the last, well, the start. It's been very tepid. Yeah. But no positive things to say there, really. Um, apart from that, standouts to me, definitely Brighton. Yeah. Newcastle. And I guess it's worth, if you want to take a punt, I guess, a Villa player, attacker, Maybe a Watkins, if you really have to sell one of the players, I guess. Hmm. Like a Mitrovic kind of thing, if you don't want to buy yeah. a Welbeck. Maybe. Hmm. Opposite end of the scale, big chances conceded. The yeah, no. Again, last four game weeks, minutes per big chance conceded. Liverpool are the most leaky defence here. Uh-huh. Which shouldn't surprise us, I guess. But overall, it it is surprising. But the current form is not good. And Leeds and Brighton and Fulham also there. Rounding up the top four. Yeah, I mean, Brighton always good defensively. Mm. And now they complement that with a good attack. So, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with my Brighton assets. Oh, you have Sanchez For a while, actually, and, and yeah. Feldman, yeah. Yeah. They're good bench players to have, especially for someone like Feltman. Correct. I might actually play him against Spurs. At home. Decent. We'll punt, see, yeah. And the best best defense over the last four game weeks. Okay, Aston Villa, in this sense, is a bit of an anomaly because I think uh, they didn't concede chances, but... I think they also got one of the postponed games too, so that's why they're currently at zero. Yeah. Uh, but ignoring them, West Ham Wolves haven't conceded that much, and Bournemouth have betted slightly, contrary to their season performance defensively. Yeah, they're looking alright. So beaten in a few games, yeah. but I still wouldn't consider any players. Maybe Solanke. If Mitrovic isn't fit for two or three games. Yeah. 
and Newcastle and Chelsea still doing pretty well defensively too. City right up there as well. Yeah. The the usual suspects. And not much else to mention there. Defensively, last four. Attacking wise though, these have. I usually show the season ones, but they're a bit skewed because they consider everything. But looking yeah. at the last four specifically, looking at the form players. I thought that third one was Zamora. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> it's Bobby Zamora. Yeah. Uh, Trippier, as we mentioned, best defender. Uh, Everton, doing well. Cody, yeah. So Cody's there too. Zamora, as we've just spoken about, the Bournemouth getting better defensively. He's probably their standout attacking defender. Mm. If we need to have a budget player, he's someone to get at 4.4. For sure, yeah. Perisic and Mings there too. These players, they don't inspire confidence, do they? No. Especially Spurs, because their defence, it's too, how can I say, volatile? It is. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. And I think that's the big issue at the moment with most defences, is even the, the Cancelos, the Trents, none of them are giving us that clean sheet that we want. Even the defence who's been the best and that's been Newcastle yeah. just not getting that clean sheet which is very annoying would you consider doubling up on Newcastle I mean you've got Pope and Trippier but if you didn't have Pope would you go Botman or Scher and Trippier probably not Yeah. I don't like doubling up on defenders unless it's big team defenders Yeah. Like even when I had the City double up and the Liverpool double up it, I enjoyed it but it wasn't it didn't often work, put it that way. Mm. Looking at the rest of these players, I don't, I'm not going to lie, that Southampton defender in the middle, Coletta Carr, I, yeah. I don't know who that is. I haven't watched a yeah. single game of theirs. Yeah, I've never heard of him before. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad for him, but... <laughs> uh, looking at the rest, though, nothing stands out. Yeah. Even Saliba, I'm down there. He's down there, too. Like cool. I, I like him as an option. Yeah. But not with the blank in 12 yet. No. And they tend to concede. Right. So I think a lot of our... Uh, mind... What am I saying? A lot of our <laughs> thoughts and our priorities are going to be on midfield and strikers at the moment because defensively we're not getting a lot. No. And speaking of midfield... Willock, eh? Yeah. Look at him. Willock's there uh, doing bits for his team. Uh, Madison, though, really driving Leicester this season. The two city giants at the moment, we needn't even mention them. I have to admit, after watching Gray play against West Ham, I was kind of tempted by him. Because it's just attack after attack after attack. Like, he drives that team forward. He is very much a... Yeah, he is the... Not the James Madison of that team, but very similar in that sense. Yeah. He doesn't create as much, but he is the, the dribbler, almost like a Sterling. Yeah. He's m trying to make things happen for them. At five and a half, I guess it's not a bad investment, but I need to see more output, which he's not giving. Yeah. And Trossard, doing well, but 6.7, it's a bit much. Mm. I think I would rather have Zaha at the moment, who, isn't, sure. who isn't on this list. <laughs> And Bowen is there. Also, I mean, this might, may sound silly, but I was tempted by Xhaka because he's just been performing very well. I mean, he's and not too reckless as well. 
he's performing, but come on, he's what? Got one goal, one assist, which isn't bad. No. Nah. But it's a five point one player. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wishful thinking, Alex. It's a headache. It's, it's yeah. Weird. You can get him, but he's not going to get much from him. Yeah. Long term, I would rather have Gray. Rocky, so yes. Any standouts there besides that? Not really, obviously, Madison, De Bruyne, Foden, standouts. We should mention Barnes. You did. You mentioned Barnes last week as a, instead of Madison. He scored last yeah, night. Yeah. I did indeed. Six point nine. I mean, it's a worthy asset to have. If Leicester were doing well from the start, then I would invest. But Madison, I think better option going forward. And also going forward, after game week 12, do you think, okay, considering you sold all your assets from Arsenal, <coughs> Sorry, yeah. are you going to hop on to Martinelli again, or are you going to go for Saka, who's been in good form? <laughs> Don't mention Saka, please. <laughs> Another assist this weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to get back on Martinelli, but not too soon. I think, uh, okay, me still being a Martinelli owner, if I sell Martinelli, I think there's a good chance that I would probably buy Saka afterwards if I, yeah. don't, if I don't keep Martinelli. Martinelli is only good at the moment because he's, he's value. Yeah. Which I'm enjoying. I mean, I would try bring in Jesus, but the fact that he's on four yellow cards is a bit troubling. Didn't consider that. That's something that we should look at. Going yeah. Forward. Speaking of Jesus, top of the pops for the last four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, 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 yeah. I attribute that down to the the team doing well. Yeah, they're they're a good sure. team at the moment. Yes. And although he might not be scoring Harlan goals, he's still doing well. He has a desire and the drive to make something happen, which is good to see. I agree. It's good for the Arsenal team. And Holland, do we have to mention him? Nope. 14 goals in eight games. I mean, he may as well just break Shearer's record in the next two seasons, I think. <sighs> I, I don't know what this does for for fantasy, though. Doesn't it make it boring? <laughs> Relatively. I mean, you just have Holland by himself in fantasy. Captain him in Rick and he'll outscore someone's playing 11 literally you will definitely uh, looking ahead to this next game week though Southampton at a home for those who are a bit punty out there do you think it's a potential triple captain knowing that Southampton concede that 9-0 once a season I mean Barat you should but I'd rather wait for the double game week for the triple captain. Or because it's Champions League this week, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, that's also so fair. I will wait maybe Friday to invest in Chelsea. Or obviously, I've got City players. I'm not going to change that. But for Trent, if I want to get in James, I'll see how they do. Madrid against Milan. Tough fixture at home, but we'll see. Agreed. Uh, we mentioned Watkins earlier and Aston Villa. 
a bit of a stopgap option if you don't want to buy the likes of Tony, if you have to sell Mitrovic this week. Yeah, Tony is getting a bit frustrating. I don't know. Would you rather uh, buy Marshall? No, I'd probably buy Wilson. I see he's fit and raring to go. Is he though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a foot Wilson is good for fantasy. Yes, but a foot Wilson is like three games max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Wilson, and yeah. I like Newcastle, but he has Mari Biscuit hamstrings. Correct. And yeah, for those who don't know what Mari Biscuits are, they're just those thin tea biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> no offense to him, he knows it too. Yeah. But I hope so. I mean, I would consider him as a short-term move, I guess. And obviously, Isaac is a nice price as well, 6.9, when he's fit and playing. And besides that, not too many options there. Solanke isn't, to me, isn't worth it. Welbeck, I would consider though. Yeah. We'll see. It's a like for like, 6.5, mm. Mitrovic in or out, and him in. And of course, just keep Mitrovic on the bench, and putting Pereira or Feltman in. Yeah. Waste the transfer again. I agree with you there. I'd rather maybe... That's why I don't really... Okay, we'll talk about our transfers just now, but yeah, I don't want to make yeah. too many moves just yet. Uh, predictions for game week 10. Do you want to go first? Leicester yeah, Bournemouth. Okay. Both teams looking good. Leicester, after a convincing win against Forest. Leicester, 2-1. Two 2-1. One. Two one. Oh, 2-1, okay. Uh, yes, I agree with you there. Bournemouth, not in bad defensive form, so it's not going to be a trouncing. Two, yeah. I agree, 2-1. Chelsea Wolves, Wolves without a manager. Chelsea, first home game in the league for Potter. I'm going to go with a 2-0 win. I can agree to that. Man City, Southampton. I'll give him a respectable 4-5-0. I'm going to go 3. 3-0. Three Fine. Newcastle-Brentford. I think Newcastle win this probably 2-1, just to, just to frustrate me again. Yeah, I'll tell you. 2-1, 3-2. It's going to be 2-1, and Tony won't score the goal as well, just <laughs> to really peeve me off. Brighton-Spurs. I am going to go with a... Ooh, it's a tough one with the new manager, because he seems very attacking. Yeah. And it's his home game, first home game, but it is Spurs. 1-0 Brighton. I'm going to draw. It feels like a low 1-0, though. I feel like I should say like 2-1 or 3-2 or something. Uh, Palace leads, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Considering uh, I'm going to bring in Zaha this week, so I'm just going to say 2-0, uh, 2-1. I was going to say 1-0 Palace. Okay. West Ham, yeah. Fulham, West Ham win this 2-0. Yeah, possibly no Mitrovic. Yeah, West Ham. Arsenal, Liverpool. 7-0. Nah, let's not get carried away. Maybe 2-3-1 to Arsenal. Ooh. Okay. I don't think Liverpool are going to turn things around, especially at the Emirates. Even though they've got a good record there. I'm 
not so convinced. One all draw. Interesting. Everton United. <laughs> this is an ugly game. Yeah. Uh, same I'll thing. Give United. I'm gonna give it a one all draw again. Sure. I'll give United the win. Okay. Not a convincing one though. No. Okay. And not to you and Forest against Villa. Forest need to win this game. They do indeed. Like they are getting into that prime relegation territory. Um, two one Forest. Yeah, I'd go for Forest win. We have very similar predictions this week. I mean, <laughs> just just saying. Yeah. Hopefully, it it's, it never goes that way, and it probably won't end up being that way. Although I must say this is game week ten, right? So I said after the first ten game weeks, we'll I'll go through our predictions and see how we did. So next week I'll I'll do that. Fine. The world waits with bated breath. <laughs> All right, our plans for game week ten. What are you thinking of doing? Tell us your team and what your plans are. Yeah. So currently I've got Sanchez in goals, Cancelo, Trippier, Trent. Question mark on Trent. And then Madison, De Bruyne, also Gordon, question mark, Rashford, midfield, Tony, Holland, Captain, and Mitrovic. And then Ward, Andreas, Nico, and Feltman on the bench. So transfer-wise, I need to get rid of Trent because he costs too much and he's conceding a hell of a lot. So Trent and possibly Gordon out so I can get Zaha and... A Chelsea defender, one of James or Ofana, if he plays. Maybe even Chilwell. We'll see him midweek against Milan in Champions League, how Potter sets up there. But definitely Zaha in for Gordon and Trent out for those Chelsea assets. And then sub-wise, mm, don't want to double up on Brighton. Risky. And Nico. Home game against Forest. No, no, I guess Pereira is the only viable option. Captaincy is on hardened. Definitely, yeah. Okay. Not changing that. Vice captaincy. Just in case you never know, he somehow doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, it's on Madison. Who is looking good? It'll be between Madison and De Bruyne, I guess. But currently, Madison and Holland. I would agree with that. No issues there. Yeah. Your team looks pretty good overall, though. It does, except for that Gordon punt from two weeks ago that just broke me. It's not. It wasn't a bad punt. It just didn't end up working. And then Lampard decided not to play him <laughs> this past week, Poss especially. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Looking at my team, um, currently you have Pope in goal against Brentford, Cancelo. Trippier, James, De Bruyne, Martinelli, Bailey against Forrest, uh, Madison, Tony Mitrovic, question mark, Holland, captain. Um, plans at the moment are to do nothing. Besides that, what do you think? Yeah, I can't see any reason for you to change. That's the thing, is... <sighs> the rational move is to save the transfer. Even if Mitrovic isn't fit, 
Trippier or Dyer can come in. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And the alternative is similar to you would be to take a minus four to do Dyer and I can't remember if it was Dyer and Bailey. Yeah, I think it was Dyer and Bailey to Zaha and either James Justin or Zuma or someone from West Ham. Yeah. But yeah, whether you want to do that now or next week, it's up to you, I suppose. Exactly. Or I can afford currently I can afford to do Martinelli to Zaha for free. What do you think? Sorry, this plane is not just yeah. <laughs> air raiding you. A nuisance. I do apologize. <laughs> what do you think of Martinelli to Zaha for free this week? I mean, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, Arsenal oh, too look good. I mean, it's don't learn from me who sold both my assets. But and Palace play Leeds this week, right? At home. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's tempting. I mean, you're gonna get rid of him for that blank, right? That's not guaranteed yet. Yeah. Because I might wanna just have him after that again. Yeah. I mean, they do play Leeds after Liverpool, so again, nice fixture. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think it makes more sense to hold the transfer this week yeah and then wait until next week but FOMO might get hold of me we'll see what happens it depends on Mitrovic as well if he's out for a long time then I might just sell him immediately but sure then I don't know like I mentioned Welbeck but eh I don't really want to hmm mm. we'll see though I think the team is lined up pretty well though sure for sure obviously Holland captain right yeah, Haaland's captain yeah. at the moment, and similarly to you, it's currently on Madison Vice. But if there's any indication that Champions League, that De Bruyne either doesn't start in Champions League this week, or Haaland does or doesn't, then that'll affect my vice captaincy as well. Yeah. I mean, look, after the Southampton game, they are playing Liverpool, so... Uh, I just want to keep going forward in the league. I'll just play them. I would yeah, basically do the same as this past weekend. You could easily just play them for the first half, get your four goals, take them off yeah, all the time. Exactly. I think a, a punt captaincy choice this week would be James against Wolves without Bruno Lage. Yeah. I'm not okay, not a captaincy, okay. Maybe but vice captaincy I would say. Uh, yeah. In this case. Better than Madison. It's an option. Yeah. You know, How about Cancelo, also, Vice? Yeah, it's an option too, but again, I don't, I'm not trusting the City defence at the moment. Frustrating me. Understood. Alright, let's move on. I keep meaning to do this at the start of the stream as well, then I forget. So I'm, yes, the essentials. Please Hold remind on. me, I'm going to do this at the start of the stream next week and at the end. Anyway. Don't ask me to do that, because my memory <laughs> is yeah, not that good. Clearly bad. Anyway. <laughs> If you want to follow us on social media, you can at FanChallenged on Twitter and Instagram, one word. And on YouTube, you can catch us at FantasyChallenged, one word. Please like and subscribe us there. All questions and stuff on Twitter as well. You can do whatever you want. Instagram, please 
do tweet us and send us messages and stuff or just like it would be nice thank you we appreciate all of that uh, if you want to listen to us only because you don't want to see us that's fine we do take uh, some uh, offense yeah I wouldn't want to see us I would like <laughs> to see me at least <laughs> but you can listen to us on whichever platform you do listen to so Apple Spotify Google Play Amazon whatever the case may be wherever you listen to us and on that note it's almost load shading for me which means my power is going to go out soon and I think we've timed this pretty well so any Excellent. other, the other yeah. notes before you sign off not for me no I mean not that I go on to social media so you not don't have to send me any messages it sounded like you said not for me no <laughs> no <laughs> not for me no <laughs> other than that Good luck for this upcoming week. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Fair enough. Thank you. And yes, good luck to everyone. And we will see you next week, Tuesday. And that's it. Cheerio. Bye.